0: So, uh, we just wrapped up on uh, our very first interview with somebody that you know isn't really associated with Brain Snacks. Yep. Sorry, my phone just went
1: off, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just did an interview with a guy running for Alabama's governor position. His name's Luberdet. Luberdet. Lubin twenty two. Uh, we just we wanted to. Well, Max called me uh, about this, and I said, sure, that would be cool that would be something that i think um different outside di- of our comfort zone different outside of our comfort zone and um i, d- I don't want to be involved in creating a commercial or any anybody i, w- I don't really care what you i, I this isn't for that <laughs> but that is just my definitely not that was my immune system mm-hmm. sort of attacking the situation from from the get-go yeah but uh and this is just my anecdote but we did the interview and um we uh we, we I, got- I, I, I actually enjoyed it. I actually, I, I, I felt like I connected with him just as a, as a dude, mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah. And he did seem to have the right. He has the correct spirit that, it, you know, requires to, to actually attempt something that, that large. Positivity too. Yeah.
0: He, he had a very positive outlook on uh, his prospects, and he has a very ambitious agenda. Uh, for what he wants to accomplish should he attain the governorship of Alabama. It was, it was interesting and different, and I'm very, very pleased that he did not just con- continue to spout uh, his campaign lines. He listened.: He listened, he, he listened, listen. but he also uh, again, he has his talking points, right? And I've seen a couple of other podcasts that he's done. I've seen his promotional uh, videos. And everything that I saw was the same line, all like verbatim, verbatim every time. And it was nice to see him not use those. It makes it easier for me to connect with a candidate if they're not just spouting the same yeah. line over and over and yeah, over again. Yeah, you,
1: you, like, you'll see like Max pretty much cleared it from the beginning. He mm-hmm. was like, hey, you're welcome to do this. You're welcome to use your talking points that you've been using. Yeah. He's like, however... <laughs> On this podcast, we don't typically go that direction. We try to cut a little deeper and then, and then we did. And I mean, we did, we didn't like make any, no one cried or anything, you know, which is the appropriate reaction for the storm that we're in (laughs) is that people should just be crying and beside themselves. But, but we did get a little bit deeper. He makes, and, and, and and his, um, assistant or manager, campaign manager, whoever, uh, he did like sort of, um, uh, Uh, reactively after we finished he exclaimed he was like you know you know you 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 sometimes get people that just try to blow smoke and they're like you guys are great or whatever which i like this isn't what it's about it's not about us or anything but he did say that out of all the like you know radio podcast tv he said that we did like ask the best sort of questions and like that was a good
0: interaction like so maybe it's you know a little brain thing. snack. Real talk. It's different. Special edition. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Lou <laughs> Lou definitely comes off a lot more relatable in the podcast setting today than I've yep. seen than I've seen previously. Now, this is also the first time that I've met him in person. So uh, I had been in contact with his campaign manager and uh, a friend of his who actually tur- is the one that introduced me to Lou. Um. Again, I I didn't know what to expect with him coming in. I didn't know what to expect out of uh, our first interview, uh, but I I enjoyed it. I feel like we learned quite a bit about uh, what Lou is about, uh, what kind of person he is. Obviously, you can't you can't completely gauge some uh, get the get the measure of a man in an, uh, in an hour. Yeah, but I think I think it it, it went a long way. Or how how I how I interpreted his messaging yeah I agree and it clarified a lot for me yeah for sure so uh, we would like to state that uh, we do not necessarily endorse any political candidate uh, you should make your own decision do your own research uh, go to if you if you feel like learning more you can go to Lou in 22.com and Read some more of his backstory. Read read what his uh where his stance are on certain issues and certain policies that he'd like to implement. Um, I don't know if I'm going to vote in the primary for him or not. Uh, but the interview did did make him. He, he is a very likable person. I, I can say that, which is not necessarily a good thing, but in this case.
1: Like, I made some deep eye contact with this dude. (laughs) You'll see. I I don't know if you can see it, but like, I mean, I mean, like, you know, and and he may see this and that's cool. But it's. Oh, he'll see it. That's not what it's about, man. Hi, Lou. Hey, what's up? (laughs) I didn't know about you. Thank you. I still don't know about you, but we had a good talk and made a lot of eye contact. And I, like, just speaking to that, uh, likable, likable isn't necessarily good because there's a lot of people that are likable that have evil. But it didn't. And, 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 I, and I, I'm not trying to be woo woo. I'm saying people that just know the right thing to say. I felt like what we got was candor and a lot more um, responsiveness and not just canned. It, it wasn't canned. I mean, it, it was as canned as it needed to be for an hour, but there weren't any like mm, things where I was like, oh, this guy's cracking. Yeah. It wasn't like that. <laughs> No, he seemed he, he he seemed to have genuine uh, responses to what we were saying. I, I,
0: I he came off as very for me he came off as very genuine, and I didn't really get any sense of uh, manipulation. Yeah, which is important to me, especially as a voter. So uh, he didn't blow smoke. He just said, you know, he agreed with you on a lot of topics that you brought up, which was you know, uh, and you. Well, I'm not gonna go into that right now. Let's just roll the episode, shall we? Okay, so uh, this is a very different and special episode of Brain Snacks with Jackson Max. and, Mr. Lou Burdett. Lou Burdett. Lou in twenty-two. Gubernatorial <laughs> candidate. Uh primary running for primary uh against K.I.V. and what was the other Tim James, Andy Tim Blanchard. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a field. Republican candidate. That's for right. those of you not, not familiar. Um we are in a very conservative state. We are. A very conservative state. And uh, what are you what are you what are you bringing to the table uh that's different from the flavor?
2: of conservatism that we already have in the state of Alabama? Well, I'm not a lifetime politician. You know, that that makes me um, different. I've never run any kind of race. My name's never been on a ballot. Mm -hmm. And I'm a common sense business guy. I've spent my whole life um, in the business world Mm -hmm. uh, running something, uh, worked in my dad's grocery store not far from here in a little East Alabama town called Rowan Oak. It wouldn't give anything for growing up in a small town, small town values, oh, yeah. and a small business, you know, and that's why I'm such a staunch defender of small business, and, and you're running a business, you yeah. know? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, you know, so that's near and dear to my heart. And. You know, I know that ha- growing up like that helped me be successful at Books A Million, where I worked my way up to be Chief Operating Officer.
0: What position did you start at when you started at Books A Million?
2: Did, did, they didn't even have a title for it. true? Because I mean, we were so small. We only had mall stores. We weren't even called Books A Million. I started with them mm-hmm. in 1985. We were called Bookland. Because they were like Waldens and Daltons, your audience ah. don't even know what a Waldens and Daltons is. No,
1: I, I definitely don't.
2: <laughs> I mean, they were they were bookstores in a mall. You mm-hmm. know, they were small. Yeah. you know, you know in, in like a typical mall store. Right. And uh, then we opened the first large store called we called Books a Million in mm-hmm. 1987, and we knew it was an instant success. And, yeah. and um, you know, I think I had a district manager kind of title you know I had a a special events and marketing kind of title and then director of you know but when it became clear that my you know area of really expertise was managing people and growth and all of that I became director of operations VP of operations and then executive vice president of operations and chief operating officer and I worked my way up you know
0: fantastic now did you Come by uh, uh, that, uh, applying for that job, or did they they seek you out for that job?
2: Yeah, it was on Valentine's Day. I'll never forget. I was living in Florence um, at the time. Okay. The, the family it was a family owned business also yeah. at that at that time, and um, you know we were do, we had about uh, thirty stores doing about twenty six million dollars in volume we had 250 employees this is in
0: the 80s that's a lot this of money is, back yeah back that was day. a lot you yeah. know
2: and it was valentine's day i was buying a valentine's card and and the guy that's was running books of me and i'd known from the university of alabama we were in school together he said hey lou i've been thinking about you we're about to grow this this chain of stores Mm. and uh, you know, if you ever, I know you grew, you know, I was a finance major at Alabama. I know you grew up in business. You, you know, your dad owned a grocery store. I know, you know, retail, Uh, you know, we're retail, you know, if you ever think you might want to join us, you know, let me know. And Mm. I, I, I mean, it, I was stirred immediately. I knew that was the next journey and uh, I called him back the next week and I was hired. I was start, I started with him within like two weeks, three weeks. That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: So after after you left Books a Million uh I I had again I did I did a little homework <laughs> I did a little homework. Yeah, yeah, I know I don't really do I, I, I never did homework in high it's school. Not, it's not very rough, <laughs> I hated high school yeah, You hate, just it. checked I, me out a little <laughs> bit. I, yeah, but I had to do a little research on it. Yeah. But I saw that you after you left uh Books a Million, you you and your wife started a, a business. Yeah.
2: Uh was All it Kindred. Christ, Yeah, it was a uh, Christian bookstore. Same kind of format, um mm. but but focused on Christian kind of product, but we carried general market books too because you know our idea was with this store, which was just a phenomenal success. We opened in Centerpoint, Alabama, was was to incorporate large Bible department, large gift department mm. some of it may be religious or not yeah y- you know okay uh, had cds back in the day music yeah. heavy yes. in music yes. yeah. heavy in homeschooling nobody was doing big homeschooling departments and it was that was a major part of our business we had a big cafe like in just there selling
1: like the like selling the curriculum yeah, or the like, curriculum okay
2: yeah And then we had a cafe in there that was larger than normal, larger than a Books A Million cafe because we had live entertainment every Friday and Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Amy Grant, Vince Gill came to our store. We had uh, over 2,000 people at our store. Um, in Center so Point. So, you had Oven. almost like a live cool. music venue as well. It was. For every, first, okay. every Friday and Saturday That's night. That's pretty cool. Uh, we and, need more of But those. we would That's have different. national artists in too, Christian artists generally, right. you know, that had a new CD release back yeah. in the day, you know, because this was the late 90s. And, um, and so it's just a great success. Unfortunately, we opened the second store in Nashville, Tennessee, mm. a month after 9 11. We opened that store on October the 15th. And we just couldn't weather the storm. I mean, the economic fallout from that, nobody was buying anything. Small startup company, we just couldn't weather the storm. Mm -hmm. And uh, that opened the door for me to go to King's Home. And I've been there ever since. And I've loved every minute helping abused youth and moms and kids.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about King's Home? You've been there...
2: Just just over almost, nineteen years, almost twenty years. Okay, Octo- October fifteenth will be twenty years. Okay, and wow. now,
0: again, I'm showing my. my yeah, I'm twenty three, so you know, it tells you something. <laughs> there you go. That's right. It tells you
2: something. What you looking at? <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so can you tell <laughs> Make us? Yeah. <laughs> tell us a little bit about King's
2: Home and uh, what the mission. Yeah. With King's Home is so King's Home. It, it, a lot of people, especially across Central Alabama. And I know your audience is so wide, um, yeah. but it's, it's a nonprofit uh, that's been around for 47 years that helps abused youth and moms and kids find hope and opportunity and a way to start over in life. And we do it in residential group homes. So we have 21 residential group homes in four counties in six different campuses uh, in about eight to 40 per home so at any given time we have about 125 residents oh. uh, so we have 10 homes for teenagers 11 homes for adult moms with children and um you know and heck there's not anybody none of us none of your listening audience it <laughs> had, hadn't needed help along the way yeah. in life oh God, right? yes for, mean, of some type you know
0: everyone needs a help, ha- hand up that's right smile.
2: and that's what we do uh at king's home is that time in life when you need help the most Mm-hmm. And we've all needed it. Might not have ended up somewhere like King's Home, but we've all needed help along the way. Yeah. Right. Uh, maybe it's, you know, aunt, uncle, grandmama, granddaddy, mom, dad, whoever it might be, coach, yeah. <laughs> pastor, whoever it yeah. might be, you know, that's helped us along the way. Absolutely. So, uh, what prompted you to make
0: this life changing decision to run for an office? an office gosh Max. whether it's the governor whether it's governorship <laughs> or not yeah. it's you're whenever you run for political office obviously you're going to be opening yourself up to a great deal of scrutiny but also beyond the scrutiny you it's the the pressure and then you have the internet trolls yeah and i, I again doing my you research say it, you see it I've, you? I've seen several yeah and it's it's talking about uh your your campaigning on being a change and not being a politician and there's a lot of your trolls out there going, and this is not necessarily something that I, sure. I'm agreeing with because I don't know you yet. Right. And we're working on that. <laughs> but uh, they're saying things like, well, Alabama's been run by Republicans, conservative party, for generations, decades and decades, as you say. And we still remain where we are in, in right. the nation as, you know. Number four for most politically corrupt, and then what were the other figures? Yeah,
2: uh, you know, um, you know, as far what, as education 52nd goes, fifty like, yes. second in math, and forty seventh in education overall, and forty fifth in h- rural health care and forty third in crimes and prisons, mental health issues that are skyrocketing yes. in this state. So, so yeah.
0: well, you're, a lot of a lot of the trolls that I see on the Facebook page, they're 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 attacking, not necessarily your character, but at sure. least at least you, maybe your political ideology by saying. Well, if you really want to change,
2: maybe we don't need another conservative right, leader. True. Right. Yeah, that that's something that people will bring up. Right. And, you know, so a little bit of Alabama history, you know, Alabama was, had first really Republican governor was Guy Hunt back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um And then Bob Riley followed, uh, you know, there was a Democrat governor in between that ended up going to jail because of ethics violations. And and, uh, so then the uh, really the first, I'd say, true conservative maybe um, governor could have been Bob Riley in some ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And. you know, and it's been a Republican governor since the early 2000s, but actually the the legislature wasn't Republican until 2010. Okay. That was the first time that we had a Republican legislature. We had a Republican governor, uh, but it was still a Democrat re- controlled uh, because, you know, for really the existence of Alabama, most of Alabama's history has been, quote, Democratic Party state.
1: Right, but uh, pre pre like there, the, there being sort of like a switch.
2: Yeah, and the, the switch came the, really in, the, in 2010 where there was a Republican governor and a Republican legislature. True, okay. true. And that frustrates me too. So, you know, the folks that call us out as Republicans, I agree with them. Mm. I'm frustrated too. Yeah. You know, I'm we we saying the the Republican Party has what 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 we call the supermajority uh, in the Alabama legislature it means that we should be able to pass any conservative legislation that we want. Mm-hmm. And for me, but there's it, all that infighting, right? That's an infighting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it came up at breakfast this morning, you know, that Republicans are fighting with each other down there on, you know, do we want less taxes? Do we want because I'm I'm a less tax, less government pro-freedom Kind of guy. Yeah, leave us alone. Yeah, leave night. us alone. Yep. You yeah, know, it was, you, you know, you uh, know, that's that's who I am. Right. Uh, mm. I call myself a true conservative because I want people to live freely. Mm. I want people to be left alone. I don't want government messing in our lives. I want less taxes. That's why I have such an issue with the current governor because she didn't campaign on raising our gas taxes fifty six percent, and the first thing she did. You know, mm-hmm. was passed a gas? Well, then you should have campaigned on it. You should have debated it because that's wrong. That's a disservice to Alabama. That's true. why I have such an issue with that. Absolutely, Fair enough. that, that uh, I can I can see that. that
0: yeah. Okay. So
2: <clears throat> you—that's not all the taxes oh, I want to cut out. Okay. I want to cut out oh, other taxes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, there there are some other issues that uh, that people people will be debating. Uh, should you win the primary and?
2: Uh, we are going to win. Oh, I, he's got I, it said, man. Hey, I believe you, we're hey, hey! If you win. don't
0: think that, if you don't have that,
2: you know, I, if you, I yeah, believe you got it got in the, my heart. You have we're that.
1: Win.
0: You have that vision. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I know you're, that. you're. You're aiming for this runoff. You, yes,
2: got to be. Yeah, I mean, Kabi is going to be in first position there's no i mean she's yeah. a 44 year politician i mean yeah. she's she, got she knows the
1: game yeah you know, she's got a
2: hundred percent name recognition and more money than she can spend mm-hmm. and that's a big issue that i have in this campaign a big issue I, I have really with the state of alabama that we have to limit campaign contributions um you know because it's just wrong it's a legalized payoff system so you, you
0: were uh you're campaigning and you talk about this a lot uh is your break breaking down and cracking down on uh, corruption in the yes, government. Yes. So uh,
2: Alabama's number four, right? Fourth most politically corrupt state. Doesn't that break your heart? As an Alabamian yeah, you know, it does, that I lived here my whole life. It's, and, not,
1: it's, not, it's not hard to, it's to see. Not. So to what are we going, New York, You're Illinois,
0: right. California, and then Alabama? Alabama. There wow. you go. That, mean, and that was just off the top crazy. of my head.
2: That's crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And for us to be in that kind of position, because we have such we have great people. We have a great state. Mm. You know why do we have this corrupt environment? Well, just follow the money, right? Yeah. Just follow the money. It's all—it's always just the money. It's and, always and, the money,
1: and it's—it's it's like an old—the oldest trick, and then we just keep—we just keep right. falling for it over and over again. And mm-hmm. we can't
2: restore trust in Montgomery till we limit the money, right? You know, and it flows through all the mm-hmm. lobbyists that down there. It flows through PACs that we've never heard of. The governors just received in the last month forty-five days uh 1.75 million from a dc pack 1.75 million from a dc pack nobody can find out anything about uh, so so are mysterious uh, it's just so, so it's we, just we dark don't... money i call it dark money yeah. you mm-hmm. know so why does she need 1.75 million when she's already got eight or 10 million i, I haven't mean, really how seen much her, is her, I haven't
0: seen her campaigning
2: at all right Correct. now uh, they, she's going she's to start not.
0: campaigning after the primaries. Five the minutes,
2: plan? cameo appearances here or there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I it. Yeah, I, I
1: saw a Facebook video where you were kind of standing on the debate stage, and you were like, "He, you know, even it's Joe, B- even Joe Biden would debate." And I
0: was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's
2: yeah. Cool. That's, even yeah. Joe Biden yeah. debate, <laughs> and, <laughs> <Biden>. and no <laughs> one likes Joe."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, let's go, Brandon. Uh, I can't, man. I can't help that one.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it. Uh, it's sort of this thing we, we were kind of discussing before. Uh, before you got here, and and like, there were there it, was some planning involved, I guess i guess i <laughs> this mean this is a conversation <laughs> just living but but it's sort of this thing where any one person that's going to come in like you know you weren't going to come into the office it's like i feel like the majority of people alabamians we know like it's sort of like we're over analyzing these really simple problems these really so, so simple. simple so simple and it's like we know that it's like it's it's out of it's out of the control of really one person like I, I, I personally don't think that like you or anyone could come in there and just take a sledgehammer that's to right. it. You know what I mean? I can't, I, I can't, on. you can't believe that. That's right. Spot but on. like, I'm more interested in what, like, like some of this really because we can really just say we want to make really small changes over a long period of time, and that that's sort of that. That's well, where I, I feel I'm like, thinking
2: bigger than that. Well, well, that I mean, I want to make great. big changes. That's great. You have to do that, <laughs> right. but, but you're right. You got to start but, somewhere. But you got to like, take like, baby steps, right? Yeah.
1: Once you get in, like, once you get in there, say I want to be the governor. It's like well, once I see what's, what's in the back, you know, what, what, yeah. like, what's it, what's the, where's the dirt at? Like, what, right. what, what exactly, you know, I come in here with a great heart, you know, and what is, what are these forces that maybe you're looking at? Like, I'm kind of curious, yeah. like, like, I don't know how specific you want to get, but like, sure. what are some of the things that like change, you know, humble beginnings to, to, is, is it just, is it just money? Is it just the seduction of just money and just, you that know, that, that, that corrupts mean, the politicians? That, that corrupts the corrupt, politicians? Because
2: yeah. everyone knows that, like... That, in the next election. You know, I think that that's why I'm so for term limits. Uh, yes. You know, we got to have term limits. Because once, once they get in and get entrenched and they get all that money and they're receiving all... It, it, it's, it's, like I say, it's campaign a, contributions. It, it is a legalized payoff system, mm, right. and they become entrenched. You can't never get them out. Well, it's meant to be a lifetime job. I'm 63 years old. It ain't a lifetime job for me. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know that's, right. that's a fair argument. And so I'm gonna work for term limits, and that that's when I think then we can start making some real change in Montgomery when we when we stop the flow of money, limit campaign contribution, complete transparency. You know, you, if you give $100, it's got to be in your name, Max, mm. and it should be completely transparent. Yeah. Same for a big corporation. You cannot hide behind all these packs. Mm. That's wrong. Right. Yeah. You know, wh- why are they hiding? Because they don't want you to know. Oh, they- and, and, mm-hmm. yeah. It's simple. It, that's so simple. It's so simple. It's so simple. It, it's stop. like,
1: I'm, but, it, but and, and then you have, you have this, this sort of path that you can take if you want to be this sort of mouthpiece and just. Be very, very luxuriously comfortable while you're being that mouthpiece. Yeah, that's and that's right. just a path you can take. And, and no one's telling you you can't. they you know, it's it's a, it's a public servant. If you're going to be it. a public servant, where it's supposed to be. It should be something that's going to probably tax you a lot, you know, mentally, physically, and you're probably not going to want to do it for the rest of your life. That's right. It, it really shouldn't be this thing where it's like, oh, I, I you know, it, I, I can just <laughs> live this way and I can just be put up right. and just yeah. be in that's this right. insular bubble. To where I'm just shuffling around, and I mean, the constituency doesn't disappear once a once a politician takes office, but it's so easy to believe right. that just simply because you're not looking at them all the time, right. you know. And mm-hmm. that's, I, I mean, that's so simple. And it's like I think we just need to come to at least come to that understanding,
2: like yeah. you know what I mean, like and, yeah. And when we and when we limit the money and we have term limits, then you got people there that it really is public service. Hey, I know my time is short. I know it's limited. Mm. I don't care what it is; it can be twelve years. Mm. You know, is that long enough? It is to me. Right, you know, yeah. if you t- serve right. 12 years in the Senate and twelve years in the House, that's twenty-four years. You could serve both places. Mm. If you then, if you ran for governor, it could be thirty-two years. I mean, it could end up being yeah, a, lifetime a lifetime job. You yeah, know, but yeah. you, we got to limit it somewhere. Start somewhere. Can't with get limits. too cozy in one spot. Right. So um, how how do we go? How would you go about making those changes? Leadership. It's leadership. It's leadership. But that talk, talking
0: take. talking these lifetime politicians into voting
2: themselves out of a job, how do we do that? Bringing them in the room. I'm thinking. And this people. is Alabamians have to demand it. And this, But how do we get create that need and that voice? Because I'm going to take the message out to the people. You okay. Know, just like, I, I mean, this has been such a grassroots campaign. Y'all been paying attention. You've looked at it. Mm-hmm. We've spent a fraction a fraction of everybody else. And look at our campaign. We're the only ones rising in the poll. We're the only ones with, when, with momentum. When you have when you have
0: at more than double-digit percentage numbers at polling, I think you guys were like, this was like a month ago. Yeah, and so uh, some
2: polls got us in second place. I believe we're in second place. Mm-hmm. And I believe we're the only ones rising. I truly believe we're going to be in the runoff. And people tell me every day, Lou, we love the message. We love that you're positive. We love that you want to move Alabama forward. That you're not running a negative campaign. You know, you're not comparing yourselves to all these other people. Right. You know, and people want change. Mm -hmm. They say this is we want a common sense business person who's a true political outsider. I don't owe any favors. Nobody's got influence over me. And I really believe that with leadership in Montgomery, we can start turning these things around. We can do it.
0: Yep. Okay. People That's, want it. I know I know people want it. I don't know if they actively think about it, though. Right. And this is another question uh, of how how do we educate, how would you go about educating Alabamians in general about the function of government, the way government moves? Right. Uh, and, yeah, there we all know the backstories about, you know, backdoor deals right. and under the table, right. handshakes. And while— th- you you were never going to escape that completely. How do we educate and get again the general population to understand the the form of government? What what needs to happen and what is fair, and then what is legal and what is right. questionable? Right. And I think that you, how you know, would how would you bring that message to the yeah, population?
2: Getting other, would it be? Would
0: it, but I'm, I'm like, would it be news conferences? Would it be all of that
2: podcast? All of that. Keep just
0: saying, just like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, but, that's right. But this is this. But in today's in today's culture, everything everything is so Oof. fleeting. Everything
1: is what so in
0: fleeting. Culture? Let's talk about so three seconds, seven, seven seconds. Yes. social media. Yes. Right. So you you have a split second before you lose somebody's attention. Yeah. So you have to, a, I think you're a pretty charismatic guy. You're handsome for your <laughs> age. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're much my more age. handsome than Cam, my singer. What do you mean?
2: How about Jack uh, compliment him? <laughs> just kidding. It's cool. <laughs> that's funny.
0: So one heterosexual male to another. Uh, but, but no, you, you are marketable. And that, that is all, that's a, that's a boon for you. And you, you have a good smile and you seem, you come off again. I still don't know you that well <laughs> yeah. yet, but you come off as a very genuine person. Yeah. You, and you have nothing to really gain, from what I can see, in pursuing yeah. a governorship outside of maybe a little nothing. bit of power and a bit, no little bit agenda. of notoriety. Yeah, no I'm agenda. not. I'm not. I'm right. not implying that you have an agenda. Right. Right. But I'm right. saying like no. You're right. You, I mean, the optics are great. And how do we? It's like it's too do, good to be true. But man. how do we <laughs> use the, But how do we use this? These optics and reach the most amount of people to affect change, regardless of like again. Pulling for you in the primary because uh, KIV, whether or not you know, whatever. Uh, and then if there's a Democrat Party uh, candidate that I sure. like better, sure, I'm I'm a registered always independent. open. I'm a registered independent. So that just to lay that on yeah. the table. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I can't appreciate right. or understand your values right. or your views or your vision for the future right. of Alabama. Right. Uh, I like as far as the future of Alabama and educating the populace on the corruption and what needs to change in term limits. Right. Uh the other form of reform that you wanted to pursue and that you're campaigning on is uh ref- reforming education.
2: Yeah. and Number pushing one.
0: pushing us out of, you know, last place last and math once. and in and yeah. other last place. and other categories.
2: We're beyond last. So how how would you go about doing that? Yeah. Um and just touch in one second on, you know, what you brought up about leadership and and because it truly does take leadership to get other legislators on board, you know, because they, they want leadership. They're starving for leadership. Mm. You know, somebody that's got their back, somebody that, that wants to move this state forward, somebody that's got vision, somebody that's mm. working for the right thing, and they're not seeing all this payoff mm. system. They're not seeing the corruption. They're saying, hey, not only is that guy wanting to move Alabama forward, he's not taking all that money. Mm. You know, he's not bought and paid for. You know those folks truly don't have influence, so yeah. we want to be a part of that. Yeah. I think when, I think o- other legislators are hungry for that kind of leader that will stand up for what right, what's right, and they'll say yes, mm. I'll get behind that. And the same for education. That's why education has got to be number one.
0: Right. What 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 changes? Uh, you you mentioned in a in a previous podcast. Yep. Uh, you mentioned. That DeSantis in Florida did a right. great job of moving Florida from like twenty seven, twenty eight, like yeah. up to like they third. were they third, third or fourth, yeah, uh, as far as their education goes, right. And that's fantastic. That's a fantastic run and leap. But will that playbook will will that playbook work in the state of Alabama? Yeah. And how do we bring better teachers? Yep. And I'm not saying the teachers in Alabama. I'm sorry. No, just I, I have many friends that are teachers. And we have
2: great teachers and great schools. we really do in this state. Yeah, we have some great teachers, great schools. We'll, we'll get that off the table. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> off the table. But can't, we can't be pointing fingers but, at do people? They ha-
0: did, are, are they being crippled by not having the right
2: tools? Do they not yes. have the,
0: the right financing for it? Uh, I'm not saying do, we do they, have all they, great teachers. Do, yes. Well, there's there's yeah. always... But that's there.
2: why there needs to be an achievement system. You yes. know, there needs to be a performance system. We don't have that in Alabama. We don't have a performance system where, where Incenti- teachers like are graded. Base. You know, they should be graded on performance, mm-hmm. right? Your crowd's... Grade G, right? <laughs> in, re- in real time. In real time. Hey, you
0: suck! Yes, I get that a lot <laughs> of space hey, uh, But that's
2: just as fun, isn't you, it? You know, yeah. but we need to be graded on our performance. We, you know, we, it needs to be an achievement system. Yeah, an incentive system. Absolutely. So great teachers get bonus. They get paid. They ins- mm. They're they incentivized. And then we have a system for weeding out underperforming teachers just like we would in any other business. What
0: is what is What are your thoughts on tenure? For teachers,
2: tenure got to go. Uh, I go. talked to a superintendent today in Dothan, Alabama. He is the superintendent of public schools for Houston County. And he said, in this last bill, when they gave te- tenured teachers a 21% increase, what they should have done, this was his words, not mm. mine, is they should have given a choice. You can keep your tenure or you can take your 21% increase. Which one do you want to do? He said, that would have been the smartest thing we ever did in education if we had done mm. that. You know, because the good teachers mm. that believe in themselves, they're going to take the 21% because they don't care about tenure. Yeah. They know they're a good teacher. Yeah,
1: right. You they know, know, they're, no, they're, they're, not know they're not hiding behind it, it, It's sort of that tenure. classic story of like, I can't get fired, so I can do whatever I want. That's right. And, and, or and, as and, little and, as and, I and want. And I don't care. Yeah, right. The minimum. I, I don't really care what position you're in. That's not a good philosophy to have. Right. Yeah. And I, as a I, superintendent. It, it but you're in an important, an important right. position right there. So, and as a
2: superintendent of schools, he said... My heart, I want to get out the bad teachers Mm -hmm. because this is our kids' future. You know, we need a system to to weed out the underperforming teachers and incentivize the great teachers because we do have great teachers and we do have great schools. The other two things in education is Common Core has got to go. Yes, It doesn't work. You know, that's why we're, it's 100% why, we, I get fired up about this stuff, but it's, one, you know, it's why we're 52nd math. And I get out, you, you've probably seen, you know, some of the comments. Yeah. You know, does the governor, does the guy, does the candidate know that we only have 50 states? Yes, I know we only have oh, 50 Lord. states. But, you know, it but we're, there's,
0: there, yeah, there's we're two, so
2: bad, we're behind Puerto Rico and the District of Columbia. Yeah, so that, Lord, that,
0: that, perfect. That, there's 52.
2: That's right. Yeah. You know, uh, and wow. it, that's, how, that's how we're so bad in math. And, and we just passed another thing that fires me up is we just passed a bill called the Numeracy Act, uh, $93 million to, to hire 700 math coaches to teach college degree math teachers how to teach Common Core math. That makes no sense to me, They know how to teach math. Just take out Common Core. And that's what DeSantis did Mm -hmm. in Florida. First thing he did was take out Common Core. Then he had school choice, parent choice, so that parents could take, choose the school that's best for them Mm -hmm. in in the state of Florida. And isn't that a win-win? And I was talking to public school teachers about this. If five... Of your students, you got a classroom of thirty, and if five of your students end up going to a private school or a Christian school or a mm. parochial school, you know, isn't that a win-win? You got twenty-five students that yeah. you can teach better than thirty, mm, and true. five students went somewhere else. That's a win-win for everybody. A small, smaller classes equal better, better education better, quality, better yeah. education, and we got to have literacy programs at work. I was meeting with the mayor of uh, Huntsville about eight weeks ago. And he said, Lou, we got a new Mazda plan up here that pays fifty or $60,000 a year in, in great jobs, and we can't fill these positions because people filling out the applications cannot read at a third and fourth grade reading level. Our applications at Mazda are written at a third and fourth grade reading level, and they can't complete it. You know that is sad. That's why we're in the bottom in education. So mm-hmm. we have to have literacy programs at work. And the last thing, and I'll get yeah. off education. Oh no, we, it's perfect. We, we, we got. We cannot have ninety three percent earmarking in this state. And a lot of people don't explain, understand explain, that. Yeah, yeah it, I, I don't understand. When you said ninety three percent earmarking, I am like, mm. so so managing oh, really. your your you know your fabulous band. Mm-hmm. If if y'all's budget is you know a hundred thousand dollars, whatever it is, what it says is is. We're, we're going to already tell you how you can spend $93,000 of that money. That $93,000. Okay. So if, if, if fuel costs go up 50% this year, 56% or more, you can't shift that money around. Yeah, you can't lower. pay for more fuel. You mm-hmm. only got seven percent to deal with. That's flexible. So it's yeah, that, and, it and makes no sense. No, absolutely, yeah, you know, no. Absolutely nobody would run no. a business like that. Well, well, no. Nobody that, that, would that, run that a business. Be, that should, that should, in my opinion. And, and you said ninety-three percent. My are the highest <laughs> earmarked state in the country. 93%. The next closest. Get this. Next is Michigan at sixty-two percent. Most states are between twenty-five and forty percent. You can't percent. budget right, yeah. and so every. Superintendent, administrator I talked to in education said, absolutely, Lou, 93% earmarking doesn't make any sense because I, I'm earmarked money over here in this bucket. And I got way too much and I can't move it around to use it in the classroom where I really need it to help my teachers. For what reason? It, like, yeah, what, it, what, it, it, because special right. interests have carved out their little slice of the pie year after year after year after year that have gotten us up to 93%. Earmarked. I had a hunch that was it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that,
1: that's what I'm saying. It's, it's sort of like this. Guaranteed uh, money. Yeah. Guaranteed
2: now money. You see
0: that, that, that explanation right there for the 93% earmarked that, and again, in and my expert opinion, because <laughs> obviously look at me, come on. I, you look like an expert to me, man. No, I'm you serious. are. I'm serious, man. But that would have been like the rallying call. Yeah. If I if I were if I were working on your campaign as an advisor, I'd have been like this. That's, this is a hard hitting issue that right. nobody because I I've never I've heard never, nobody talked about ever it. heard I've about because it. you got to go and, to
2: war with the special interest, you, and nobody wants to go to war with explain, a special you, interest. because it's because it, I'm it, not bought and paid yeah, for because it. yeah, it's, it's shadowy
0: it's
1: shadowy it's dark. <laughs> but you,
0: you explain that so quickly and concisely that would have been a great blurb like right there right in everybody's face like ninety seven percent ninety three percent earmarked well it just budget. Was.
2: Right. Boom! Already so gone. Can I get a cut of that? Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, I, I guarantee <laughs> you, right you. here, yeah. we can work it, that man. out. But that uh, is that that is something that I think most
2: parents right would would, would just go wait. But that's the entire budget. You know, mm-hmm. that's that includes the general fund too. That's everything mm-hmm. is ninety three percent earmarked. Wow. No. That's ridiculous. Okay, so ridiculous.
0: done with done, done with that No education. Hey, no na- common for sense, right? That's good.
2: why I say I'm just a common sense simple. business person. This stuff, Jackson, just like you were saying, it's simple. Yeah. It's it's not hard. You know, it let's, good, let's
1: just change it. It oftentimes is, but it's, it's sort of, it's sort of the situation where it's simple like to sit, you know, with your buddies and like be like, oh, if I could start this business. You know, it's that sort yeah. of mm-hmm. coffee table idea. <laughs> right. And it's yeah. like, you actually have to do it, you know, you like at, at some point you just yeah. have to do it. I yeah. mean, and it's not, you know, it may not be fun, but you just have to do it. Roll up your sleeves. Go I mean, to work. It, get isn't dirty. It, isn't that's it fun right. to be afraid sometimes? Yes. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, I was think a little, so. A little, a
0: little, I was a little nervous. Having Shoot, me too.
1: I get, I get a little nervy, you know, but that's the fun of it. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. So,
0: so move, moving on past, past the education. Well, one more touch on education. Would you, uh, in involving uh, the end of uh, vocational school into oh, the end of the high school. Thank you. you. You brought you brought that up in one of one of your uh, yeah. one of your talking points. And I
2: call it dual enrollment. I think we need dual enrollment statewide. We do have some school systems that have that. And what that means is is if 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 you're choosing as a young person to go career tech path, you can do that. And, and already be partnering with the nearby community colleges because we've got 26 great community colleges statewide mm-hmm. you know be partnering on that uh, career vocational career path if you want to call mm-hmm. it that I call it career tech yeah or if you're choosing to go the four year college route you can be doing that too mm-hmm. either one. But it gets our, our young people on a path to success in high school. They're already and that's what we do at Kings Home. Mm. We're getting our kids on a path to success. Hey, choose the direction you want to go. What interests you? Mm. Uh, whatever it might be, because there are great paying jobs all over the state if people are trained correctly right. and have a career path, mm. you know, to really learn whatever industry that it could be robotics, it could be EMT, it could mm. be law enforcement, it could be electrician. I was talking Meeting with the owner of On Time Electric in in Birmingham, and he said, "My master electricians make well over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. You know, these are high paying jobs that are great careers. Not, know, that, truck drivers so glam- can make way over but, but a hundred thousand dollars, but they're year. not so. Right. They're
0: not as glamorous, so they don't get as much attention. And that's mm-hmm. a lot. That's a lot of the problems with that I see with the trade industry." Is that it's it's a dirty job, but you can still make six figures. So and no much money. and
2: no one can take it away from you. And like, maybe you'll end up owning your own business, exactly, your own small right. business. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm such a huge, staunch supporter of small business. Let's start incentivizing with grant money, folks that want to be entrepreneurs, and let's invest in folks that want to be entrepreneurs, and they got a plan, mm-hmm. and they just need a little uh, startup seed money. Yeah, um, even with. Uh, you know even with doctors you you know you were talking about attracting teachers cuz i do yeah. want to i want i want to attract teachers from Throughout the country yes. and incentivize them and bonus them to move here right. and with a three to five year commitment. Yeah, you know, same same with doctors that won't go to a rural area. Well, if you got a two hundred thousand dollar debt, you know, from from going to medical school, yep. and, you, and, you, and you go, You'll go you go to know, that rural area. Yeah. Real quick. You, you, <laughs> might, you, might, you might want to sign up to be a, a doctor in, right. in Springville, Alabama. You know, that's not far away. Well, that's an ex- that's
0: an excellent segue into one of the other topics you wanted to talk about was uh well that you're campaigning on is. Reforming health care in Alabama, which is yeah. pretty pretty low on the list as uh, as far as important things, right. right? Nobody really cares about their health in Alabama. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, because we're mostly just cramming a, coffees and just stressed and trying uh, to get home. That's <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's 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 my earliest memory, so my uh, mother. So there you go. and she's doing it right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so so what what in the healthcare system in Alabama? Not nation not 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 nationwide, right. but in it's, Alabama,
2: what can what can be done to make easy, it, make it better? Easy. One simple thing is do away with what they call certificate of need. And the big hospitals, same kind of system mm-hmm. that we got down here now, you know, it's these big companies, big corporations, big money that, that try to control everything. Same with the big hospitals. We got fabulous hospitals, mm-hmm. but let the little hospital, l- leave them alone. You know, let the small communities choose whether they want to support Hospitals locally, so mm-hmm. maybe they only have twenty beds. Yeah, twenty beds, and and manage a smaller hospital. And that in where I grew up, they've just done that because the, the hospital um, uh, that where I grew up, uh, the, it was closed, and yeah. the nearby town of Weidawi, that hospital closed. And then they came together and collaborated and built a smaller hospital that's got less than thirty beds, and it works, mm-hmm. uh, and it can be profitable. The local community s- serves it, but you have to jump through these ho- hoops to get permission, yeah. which is wrong. Yeah. It's not, it's not being, it's not free. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's not, it's not allowing you know free enterprise, mm-hmm. free you know free choices on for communities because they got to go through this thing called certificate of need. And somebody tells them, "Oh, you know, you've demonstrated a need in that community. Why do we have to do that?" Uh, there's plenty of states that don't have anything. So, so like in, in that. Alabama, it's a like you can't get a permit. You to- can't. You can't get authorization to build it without going through this whole bureaucratic mess of called certificate of need. And what the big hospitals okay. do is they block it because they want you to drive to Birmingham. They want you to drive to uh, Mobile. Yeah. They want you to drive okay. to Tuscaloosa. They want you to drive to the big cities but, to get mm, care there and not in the small communities. But you
1: can get you can get it. You
2: just have to go through the crap. Yeah, but, but like it's, it, it's so difficult. During no COVID, it. here's a great example. Okay. In 2020, there were 6,400 beds applied for statewide that were denied. 6,400 where people could have gotten medical care out in the rural areas mm-hmm. that was denied because the big hospitals want to force it to go to the big cities. Of course, yep. You know, and yep. so 6400 beds were denied, you know, in 2020 alone. That's mm-hmm. wrong to me. Okay.
1: free that's that, that's lives we're talking about here.
2: That's lives. Yeah. You know, like you know, you mentioned my experience when I was 15 mm-hmm. years old, I was kidnapped and shot and stabbed and thrown in a well to die. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have an hour to go another to, to go to Auburn, where that's, they would have what taken I was thinking, me. I was like, that's you know, got to be close night. to your heart. It's close to my heart when you I'm yeah, received passionate that. Treatment. About <laughs> yes, that's right. I mean, I, was, I shouldn't have lived anyway. I mean, yeah. let's get that off the that's table. That's crazy. You know, I, I mean, I shouldn't have lived anyway. But but I didn't have another hour for them to drive me all the way to Opelika to East Alabama Medical Center. Yeah. Um. And you know that little hospital that eventually closed. That's where they took me to the emergency mm-hmm. room that night.
0: Right. I'm glad that I'm glad that you survived that. This, yeah. this This is again. This is a very special episode because we've never we've never well we've never yeah. done yeah. interviews. We interview each other all the we time. We usually just gotcha. cr- uh, we shit banter. talk
1: politicians all the time. Hey, you're trying something so, yeah.
2: new.
0: Yeah,
1: yes, <laughs> yes. 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 We've we yeah. we
0: actually been pretty good about cursing for saying. No, we did good.
1: I, did. I said the first curse yeah, word. Yeah, it's because I'm the young guy. You know.
0: We've, we both we, we both we both have mouths on us, and we don't really filter them that often. It's my street we're, cred. We're, 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 we turn the filter up a little bit today, just out of respect for you oh. and, and your conservative viewership uh, that may be tuning in. <laughs> Again, we don't want to offend. We're not here. We're not meant to offend anybody. And if, but if, if we do, we mean, don't care.
2: <laughs> so. General, hey, there are more important you know, things to be offended get over about, it but you know i'm sort of the same it. way with my approach to politics in montgomery because i really don't care who i offend mm. i really don't care because people tell me all the time they'll say lou you have no idea the firestorm mm-hmm. that's about to come against you because everything you stand for they hate in montgomery mm. you have no idea that's what you know so Bring it on. You know, I didn't get out of that well. God didn't get me out of that well you know when I was fifteen years old, not to make me a fighter. I'm a fighter. What do you I mean,
1: what how could you be worried about what anyone thinks? Done, you know, doing anything how, how could you 63 years old can you walk around? it's not a
2: lifetime job for me <laughs> yeah. you know, like i said you know if i make people mad and and we move this state forward and we bring on change and i ruffle feathers and so be it that's mm-hmm. that's progress right yeah, and that's fun that's great that's right you know like that's that's, right. that's a fun ride that's you right. know hey we know what we've been doing with lifetime politicians doesn't work because mm. that's what's kept us in the bottom. Mm. Because lifetime politicians are down there. They're saying, "Oh, well, I can't make I can't make that guy mad, that person mad. Oh, I can't make that group mad. Mm. So nothing ever changes."
1: And we're all, we're all doing it micro too with our families and our friends and our interpersonal. We're all we're all sort of like playing these different roles. But it gets turned <laughs> up whenever you're dealing with you're in a position of power and yeah. you're not just dealing with your own right. your own crap you know right. you're, you're dealing with everybody yes. so yep. yes. we, we have something to say about it there's Jackson so. he's
2: calling out the crap now
0: do, uh, <laughs> he calls me on my, my crap all the time <laughs> I don't, I don't, look man I can't handle half of this stuff so <laughs> Well, this is this has been great. Is there anything else that you would like to add? I don't know what your time constraints are today. I know that you're still Man, on the campaign I'm, road today. yeah
2: i'm 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 with you. You know, if you got any more cool. questions, that's great. But you know, I just well, I appreciate y'all really having me on because well, I, we, we
0: appreciate you uh, again, i am not I'm not saying that what you the the podcast that you did yesterday wasn't great. It was great. but, <laughs> but it seemed like uh, Jared and you. Agreed on a lot of stuff, and he didn't really ask that many questions. He was just yes, 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 right. And I'm like, again, I agree with a lot of things that you say, but not a lot. Sure, Uh, some some. I like
2: being challenged because you know I I I tell everybody I'm a good listener. Mm. You know I don't I I I I've not been involved in politics. Mm. I truly do not have all the answers. Don't pretend to have all the answers, but I do know that I'll I'll always work to do what's right. I'll work up roll up my sleeves. I'll work really hard to bring about change, and and I want more ideas. I want different ideas, right? Because you know, I want to be a governor for all Alabamians. I'm not trying to be a governor just for Republicans. That doesn't interest me whatsoever. Mm. I could care less about that. What I care about is the state of Alabama and moving the state forward for all Alabamians—Democrats, Independents, or Republicans—it doesn't matter to me.
0: Right. So you it's, have to as be. as far otherwise, as otherwise, you're going to isolate.
2: That's it. As far as as far as party lines go,
0: if a good idea comes to you, regardless of it being a Democrat, Libertarian, sure. Independent, Jehovah's Witness, what, whatever, <laughs> right? Uh, if a good idea comes to you, regardless, you'll pursue it, regardless of your party.
2: Yeah. You the know, party affiliation? Isn't, that, isn't that the way this country was founded? You sit down at man. the table, you work out solutions. Yes. You know, not everybody has a corner on the market on every great idea. There's yes. a lot of great ideas. Yes, Let's bring them together. Let's work for common sense solutions, no matter whose idea it is. And, let, and let's bring about change. And making it better. Let's have
1: some awkward conversations. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right. That's yes. what I love. I mean, it's like well, that, we're that, gonna it, have to we're gonna have to feel a little uncomfortable now. You know right. what I mean? it's like that's we right. we can't just keep getting told what we want to hear. That's right. You know, and, by, and that goes for anybody. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything that that's what I expect for myself. Yeah. So how could I pretend like other people were in different categories than me? You know, it's mm, like right. no, we all have to sort of kind of sit with that discomfort. And yeah. just it, if we don't like it, I mean, that's what we have to do. That's right. Yeah, let's, you know? let's
2: figure it out. Mm, you know, yeah. there are big issues facing this state. There are big problems faced. Yeah. We do have to sit down together and talk about how, what are the common sense solutions to move this state forward. And I'm not going to be a device divisive. People tell me every day. Lou, so glad the kind of campaign that you're running because it's positive. Mm. It's talking about Alabama issues. It's talking about moving Alabama mm. forward. You know, you're not calling people names. You're not trying to shame people. Mm. You know, you're not, you, you, you're not, you know, because I, we, we got too much of that. We got five or 10% over here and five or 10% over here that do want to keep us stirred up and mad and angry and divided. Mm. Well, I'm just not going to, I'm not, I'm not that person. Just, just,
1: it's so simple. You know, everyone can do that.
2: <laughs> everyone has that power to, to just 90 percent of us want to move this state forward yeah.
1: yeah i'm just everybody has that power to just sit there and say well i'm not going to live like that anymore well the, yeah. I, i'm going I'm to look at
2: things we, we just, well, you even said it max before before we were on air you yeah. know is to talk about some positive things yeah. you know how that's why
0: we, we started the podcast that's yeah. like on the wall right there be yeah. the change you want to see in the world that's it That'd and that's nice. right that's something that 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 resonates with me and uh was it do good Recklessly. Too good, That's recklessly. a quote from Jackson. That's not my I quote. Too good, no, recklessly. <laughs> that yeah, sounds like me. That's a quote from Jackson. It's what you got to do. I had, never, I had never heard it prior to yeah. that. But that's what this podcast was about. It's not about attacking anybody's character. It's not about attacking anybody's it's just ideologies. It's just like, right. it's it's being open to your own biases and other people's biases and maybe finding some common ground there. Right. And I think the, the majority of America, but Alabama in general, we all just wanna be left alone. That's right. And we wanna we wanna do better in life. Right.
2: Live that, happy yes. and free and have a joyful life, and be left alone. That yes. that
0: goes across party lines. Everybody just wants the, what's right. best for the, what they think is best. No for their matter family.
2: what our choices are in life, that's why I'm not going to shame people for their choices. I've made a lot of bad choices in in my lifetime, mm-hmm. right? You know, I learn from those. You grow from them. You try to do better. You're the scoop. Mark this. <laughs> this goes. This goes news. Stations. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm
0: kidding. But right. no, I, I can I can appreciate right? and respect that you you're you're able to because so many so many politicians we talk about this a lot I'm just so not many politicians shame people for pretend to be infallible cuz it's I mean cool not who, me who do
1: we think we are
0: <laughs> i mean seriously well, i mean right. seriously I, I do i do feel like there's quite a bit of idolatry going on in a lot, with a lot of these politicians because they act like they're infallible cuz they will not they admit that they've made a mistake oh my gosh if you you've, if you if, if you pass legislation and you see that it's been been bad for your constituency Go out and say, "Hey, we thought this was going to be a positive. We're repealing it right now because here are the numbers." Right, and I would vote for that person to stay in office. Right, because they're at least they're being honest with right. us about the mistakes that they've made. Because not every everything you, if you were to become governor. When? Not every uh, he <laughs> has got it, man. man right, got there, it. right there, right there. Okay, when you become governor, well, you're, not every decision you make is going to be it's the right, be right one. That's now, right. what what I would be uh, again privileged, and I will give you be the first to stand up and vote you back into office <laughs> is when you make, and again, it doesn't have to be a big mistake. Right. but when you do make a mistake, because inevitably we all will. Sure. Then you come out and you say, "Look, guys, hey, didn't work. This this plan didn't work." maybe the implementation was bad. So we're going to take it back. We're going to look at it again and then maybe try it from a different angle. It's just like learning an instrument, man. I have not seen a single politician do that. If Joe Biden would have come out and (laughs) said, you know what? We tried to do this and this didn't work and we're just going to try it this different way from a different angle. I'd be like, he actually sounds kind of trustworthy now.
2: Right. Oh,
0: lord. Because at least he's showing some humility and he's showing the ability to learn and adapt from his mistakes. Whereas you just keep with again your argument right now for the current conservative run (laughs) that we're we're having in Alabama, which is that they just keep doing the same thing over and over without
2: changing anything. Don't want to change anything.
0: So again, I'm I'm all for some (laughs) some change in positivity if if with that change in positivity comes the transparency, which it wouldn't also involve.
2: Transparency. Yeah.
0: Which would also involve going, Hey, sorry, we got this one wrong. Right. But we still think this is a good idea. We're just gonna have to try it from a different
2: retool angle. it. That's right.
1: We can't. We can't lay that like positive stuff. We can't lay that on top of the corruption. That's yeah. the, that's the part that that's really go. pisses me that's off. That's gotta go. Yeah, we that's can't. Go. We have to. We have to like like it has to be like really grassroots and just really incremental. I mean, but it's just, it's, we have to do, get that new energy yep. in there. I mean, it, right. there has to be
0: a new energy in there. What, what steps could a governor potentially take to root out some corruption? I guess.
2: Limit the campaign contributions, the, is that, you know, is the that, flow is that, of money in, how, the, in how, the way how, lobbying done is because would that you, be an executive order or would no, that have to go through legislation? It'd have to go through legislation. Yeah. So <clears> you know, that's a tough road. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, what, it's, it's going to be a fight. no, n- you know, nobody's going to want to limit campaign no. contributions because no. they're there already goes. getting millions. Yeah, because they're already spent. getting more because than ten thousand. Because that, that money's spent somewhere. I self-imposed a ten thousand dollar limit on my campaign. And that's what that's what Freely. intrigued that's what intrigued both of us. I didn't have, have to do, do that. My, my, yeah. our
0: staff here too. Both both. Uh, and that's Dustin still and a lot
2: of money. Ten thousand dollars is still a lot of money. So how much is enough? You know, and I looked at the other states around us, and I said, okay, you know, you got some over here that are three dollars or $4,000 mm-hmm. limits on individuals and corporations, and you got some that are up to about 30000 yep. You know, that's sort of the range. So, you know, I, I hit somewhere sort of in the middle. I, th- I thought, you know, 10000 is enough.
1: Mm, yeah. Um
2: and you know and people said Lou you're crazy. Yeah. It is not a level playing field. You cannot limit your campaign contributions when there's going to everybody else is going to have millions and I said I got to walk the walk because if you're I don't walk You're assuming
1: that I'm just running with that that I need uh, money to yeah, to right. to do well.
2: But I'm going to walk the walk because if I don't on the front end then why are people going to trust me? If I walk the walk on the front end when I don't have to do it mm. then maybe they'll take me seriously. Yeah. This guy's trying to work for real change. Yeah, you know he's trying to do it a different way. Yeah, I think I can trust him because he was willing to do it when he didn't have to. Mm.
1: Yeah,
2: and we can trust you, but we can't
1: trust the machine. That's the sort of that's the that's the funny thing. It's like we really like that's what I think where people are at. It's like it's just difficult. It's just a, you're in a difficult spot. Yep, you know it's just hard. Well, it's, it's like a hard. It's, thing. it's the
0: op- the open secret is that pol- politicians lie and politicians cheat and, and they do. And politicians steal. We know it. Uh, like, yeah. We know it. Yeah. And again, so when, when we limit first, the money, first time, first it makes, time, it polls, it makes that's it a big maybe. step. Absolutely. Again, I'll, I'll, I'm going to do a little bit more research. But,
2: <laughs> but you, out. you
0: may, you, you may have me voting for you. You may or may not have me voting for you in the primary. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Again, I don't want to influence anybody else. What? Right. Again, we we encourage our sure. listener base Being to fallen. always, yeah. yeah be informed and also be be open to making your own decision, but be open to new information. Right. And uh, again, I've I've really enjoyed this. Thank conversation. I'm, it's I'm been nice. Awesome. Thank this, you. So this nice. was a, a little bit different than I expected, and you were uh, a whole lot more comfortable talking with us. Not, yeah, oh, I, I know. expected to get beaten in the face with a Bible or something. Oh, no, you
1: know. Just, <laughs> well, I was just not No made. offense. Yeah. I, I respect your right 100% to hold any belief you want. Sure, just sure. as anybody, you know. Yeah. I'm just, serious. Just
2: as anybody, just, right? Just
1: don't try to convince me of exactly. anything. I'm not trying to
2: convince you that the color blue is the best color there is. That's right. You know what I mean? I'm just not. I'm not <laughs> going to do it. <laughs> right, so, right. You so, know, <laughs> but we can still sit down at the table, you know, and we're not, none of us, none of us are ever going to agree Exactly on everything so you know, I'm expecting to yeah not, not expecting to, but we can still sit down and have fun and and respect each other yes. and listen, and that's all I'm asking of legislators in Montgomery, hey, let's sit down at the table, let's listen to each other. We're not always going to agree. you know, we may not ever agree, but we can still respect each other, we can listen and try to work for common sense solutions to move our state forward. that sounds that sounds mighty familiar. We talk about that a lot.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's it, man. That's it's just, not hard. It, I mean, some, and things just come up, you know? I mean, and that's that's the nature yeah. of conversation. You that's just, why I'm asking people to check me out. Yeah. You know, check yeah. me out
2: at lewin22.com. You know, find out about me. Social media, yeah. is, social media is lewin22.com. Yeah. I mean, on every social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. Check me. We've got a lot of content there. You can see where mm-hmm. I stand on issues. You can see videos about me. You can see all kinds of stuff. So, Lou
0: out. Burdett, gubernatorial candidate <laughs> uh twenty two, twenty twenty two 22 2022.com there you go um thank you so much for your time Max, thanks, this thanks, has man. been great it's been you. great thank, thank you so thank
2: much you, Had a blast
0: any more information that you want it will be in the description also uh we will be sharing this with the campaign as well they will have it up on their social media and also if you're watching this on the velcro pygmy page come to see us at Wadawi on saturday have
2: a good night thank, thank you. you thanks